Hi, everyone. In our Parsha this week, we have two major personalities. The personality of Balak, the king of Moab, and Bilam, who is hired by Balak to curse the Jewish people. And if you had to compare and contrast these two personalities, which one of them seems to be the villain? Which one really seems to be the individual who would be considered a greater Russia? If you go through their Torah this week, I think the answer to that would seem to be Balak. After all, it is Balak who wants to hire Bilam to curse B'nai Israel. Bilam, listen, you might not, uh, shall we say, uh, want to uh, be the greatest righteous tzaddik in the world, but, you know, a job's a job. A paying job is a paying job. He wants money. Not the worst thing in the world. And in fact, he's even quite from. He tells Balak, listen, I can only do what God tells me. And he repeats that over and over again. So what do you want from Bilam? In fact, so much so, Bilam even seems to be super from. It's Bilam who has this Nevu ability. It's Bilam who seems to, to tell and teach Balak, listen, but only what God tells me. Only God can allow me to go. It is true that Bilam attempts to go, wants to go, perhaps desires to go, but again, he's getting paid. He has a job. He wants to make some money. But the Torah perhaps emphasizes the wickedness of Balak. But Chazal, the rabbis, emphasize the wickedness of Bilam. And in fact, they even make a statement that Bilam has no portion in the world to come. They in fact totally vify the personality of Bilam. And the question is why? What did Chazal, what did the rabbis see in Bilam that was so horrific, so horrible, that it makes him a much more negative personality and individual than Balak, who seems, from our verses in our Parsha, to actually be the greater villain. But I believe the rabbis had a tremendous insight into the personality of Bilam. You see, Bilam comes from the same location as Avraham Avinu, from Mesopotamia. The Mishnah in Avot even compares and contrasts the personalities of and the students of Bilam and the students and personalities of those of Avraham Avinu. Avraham and Bilam come Mesopotamia. Both of them travel south on a mission. What's fascinating, however, is that Bilam attempts to curse the Jewish people. We know that Avraham Avinu is the epicenter of blessing, of goodness. We know that from Lechlecha. We know that from throughout the entire Sefer Breshit. But I think what ultimately makes Bilam a wicked person is not from our Parsha this week. If you fast forward two weeks from now, you actually see that Bilam is hanged along with the other kings of Mijan. And the question is, Bilam? Why is Bilam being mentioned in Parsha Matod? It seems to be so out of character. Like, that's two weeks from now. Why two weeks from now do we reference Bilam? And I believe the answer is, as follows, and it's a profound message lesson, and it's in the text itself. At the end of our parsha, after Balak attempts to hire Bilam to curse the Jewish people that is met with failure, we see that the Benot Moab come down and seduce the Jewish people. I have a question. Whose idea was that? Who realized the Jewish people cannot be cursed unless they curse themselves? I would like to argue that was Bilam's idea. And that's why Bilam is hanged along with the leaders and the kings of Mijan. Bilam realized 
his inability to curse the Jewish people because the Jewish people are Baruch, they are a blessed nation. The only way we can destroy ourselves is if we act inappropriately. And therefore Bilam seduced, caused the seduction of the Jewish people to, for them to destroy themselves. I think that's a very powerful message. The rabbis see in Bilam something horrible, terrible, and disgusting. Because they see Bilam, who maybe has the potential to be an Avraham, comes from the same place, travels in the same way. He has an entourage, both of them wake up early in the morning. I think they see Bilam as having this potential. But imagine what Bilam could have done, could have been. But instead, he uses it to the negative. He looks at people and he says, What's their weakness? Not their strength. How can I bring down B'nai Yisrael? I will entice them. I will entrap them with women. And that will lead to their own self-destruction. How horrible are you if all you do is look at others and try to bring them down and destroy them? My friends, that's what makes Bilam such a terrible person. We are sometimes our own worst enemies. We can bring curse sometimes upon ourselves. We are supposed to be a blessed and a nation of bracha and blessing. But that means that if we can focus on the positive and our strengths, we ultimately can rise to that occasion. We need something external to bring us down, but internally we can bring ourselves up and become the nation that hopefully one day we will ultimately truly become the words of Bilam may they ultimately come true very soon. Shabbat Shalom. Have a beautiful Shabbos. Hi, everyone. In a part of this week, we have two major personalities. The personality of Balak, the king of Moab, and Bilam, who is hired by Balak to curse the Jewish people. And if you had to compare and contrast these two personalities, which one of them seems to be the villain? Which one really seems to be the individual who would be considered a greater Russia? If you go through their Torah this week, I think the answer to that would seem to be Balak. After all, it is Balak who wants to hire Bilam to curse B'nai Israel. Bilam, listen, you might not, uh, shall we say, uh, want to uh, be the greatest righteous tzaddik in the world, but, you know, a job's a job. A paying job is a paying job. He wants money. Not the worst thing in the world. And in fact, he's even quite from. He tells Balak, listen, I can only do what God tells me. And he repeats that over and over again. So what do you want from Bilam? In fact, so much so, Bilam even seems to be super from. It's Bilam who has this Nevu ability. It's Bilam who seems to, to tell and teach Balak, listen, but only what God tells me, only God can allow me to go. It is true that Bilam attempts to go, wants to go, perhaps desires to go, but again, he's getting paid. He has a job. He wants to make some money. But the Torah perhaps emphasizes the wickedness of Balak. But Chazal, the rabbis, emphasize the wickedness of Bilam. And in fact, they even make a statement that Bilam has no portion in the world to come. They, in fact, totally vified the personality of Bilam. And the question is why? What did Chazal, what did the rabbi see in Bilam that was so horrific, so horrible, that it makes him a much more negative personality and individual than Balak, who seems, from our verses in our Parsha, to actually be the greater villain. But I believe the rabbis had a tremendous insight into the personality of Bilam. 
You see, Bilam comes from the same location as Avraham Avinu from Mesopotamia. The Mishnah in Avot even compares and contrasts the personalities of and the students of Bilam and the students and personalities of those of Avraham Avinu. Avraham and Bilam come from Mesopotamia. Both of them travel south on a mission. What's fascinating, however, is that Bilam attempts to curse the Jewish people. We know that Avraham Avinu is the epicenter of blessing, of goodness. We know that from Lachlacha, we know that from throughout the entire Sefer Breshit. But I think what ultimately makes Bilam a wicked person is not from our Parsha this week. If you fast forward two weeks from now, you actually see that Bilam is hanged along with the other kings of Mijan. And the question is, Bilam? Why is Bilam being mentioned in Parsha Matod? It seems to be so out of character. Like, it's two weeks from now. Why two weeks from now do we reference Bilam? And I believe the answer is as follows. And it's a profound message lesson, and it's in the text itself. At the end of our Parsha, after Balak attempts to hire Bilam to curse the Jewish people that is met with failure, we see that the Benot Moab come down and seduce the Jewish people. I have a question. Whose idea was that? Who realized the Jewish people cannot be cursed unless they curse themselves? I would like to argue that was Bilam's idea. And that's why Bilam is hanged along with the leaders and the kings of Mijan. Bilam realized his inability to curse the Jewish people because the Jewish people are Baruch, they are a blessed nation. The only way we can destroy ourselves is if we act inappropriately. And therefore Bilam seduced, caused the seduction of the Jewish people to, for them to destroy themselves. I think that's a very powerful message. The rabbis see in Bilam something horrible, terrible, and disgusting. Because they see Bilam, who maybe has the potential to be an Avraham, comes from the same place, travels in the same way. He has an entourage, both of them wake up early in the morning. I think they see Bilam as having this potential. But imagine what Bilam could have done, could have been. But instead, he uses it to the negative. He looks at people and he says, What's their weakness? Not their strength. How can I bring down B'nai Yisrael? I will entice them. I will entrap them with women. And that will lead to their own self-destruction. How horrible are you if all you do is look at others and try to bring them down and destroy them? My friends, that's what makes Bilam such a terrible person. We are sometimes our own worst enemies. We can bring curse sometimes upon ourselves. We are supposed to be a blessed and a nation of bracha and blessing. But that means that if we can focus on the positive and our strengths, we ultimately can rise to that occasion. We need something external to bring us down, but internally we can bring ourselves up and become the nation that hopefully one day we will ultimately truly become the words of Bilam may they ultimately come true very soon. Shabbat Shalom. Have a beautiful Shabbos.